you can only build an audience one at a time with focus. And so that's why my whole focus, and for those that have listened since the beginning of the Unmet Need podcast, the focus is now all about physician entrepreneurs. And how did you learn that focus when it comes to building an audience is so important? On this episode of Unmet Need, part two of my conversation with Evolve Your Success founder, Samuel Adeyinko. Samuel and I discuss how he and I came to meet, and the spoiler alert, it has something to do with the challenging and evolving commercial model of medtech. Hope you enjoy the episode. When it comes to marketing, medical sales is the last bastion of innovation. They typically, even before this opportunity with social media, it's just the last to catch on. And one thing that we got to include in this conversation is we got to think about the era that we're in, right? When we were reps back in that day, and even the medical device, when you were a farmer rep and I was a farmer rep, there were medical devices at that time. There were surgeons just as they are today at that time. And there wasn't this, I mean, I'm sure everybody wants to be a rock star in their own right. If you don't want to be in the public eye, you want to be good at your profession. If you want to be good at your profession, you want to make sure you're a good servant. If you don't want to be a good servant, everybody wants to show up the way they need to show up to some degree. But in this age, it really is, we've leveled the playing field. Our this generation has leveled the playing field for anyone to kind of showcase who they are and what they're about. I would venture to say that it wasn't as, maybe it was important to everyone back then, but there just wasn't a way to do it. If you couldn't get on TV or you couldn't get on the radio, no one's really going to know about you. And unless you're doing big things in your space, no one's really going to be talking about you. But now everyone has an opportunity to be known, to be discussed, to create a brand for themselves, to get more business from the privacy of their home or even in their car when they just whip out their phone. And I think that's what's allowed reps to get closer to these surgeons because now Look what's happening within the medical cell space and social media. It's not just that because of social media, you're a rep and now you can get access to surgeons. It's also driven by these surgeons are trying to create brands for themselves. These surgeons want people to know. I just talked to Dr. Dasa a little bit ago, and he has a really strong moral obligation almost to make a way for underrepresented communities within medicine. And he sees LinkedIn as the platform to get that message out. Back then, it took a lot of hoops to jump through to get a message like that out. But now anyone can do it. So the opportunity for the sales professional is they can meet that surgeon in the middle that's trying to develop his own brand. And the more surgeons do this, other surgeons are watching this and saying, you know what, I want to do it too. And you just made up a good point about how the leaders of this industry, the med sales space, they're reluctant because they're older and they're not as familiar as younger generation. But look what's happening. The younger generation are becoming all the decision makers anyway. So four years out, five years out from now, the majority of people making decisions, even in the med cell space, are going to expect to see some level of this. So to learn it now, it just puts you at a serious advantage. Well said. And going back to how this all started for me and how our paths collided is I remember, I mean, for years leading up to COVID-19 and 2020, I was always disenfranchised by the model. Sure. It's too much art and it's just not scalable. And the best example of that is customer relationship management database, the CRM, the sales forces. They've been present almost my whole career in sales and every person I know in sales hates them. Why does the company that we work for always ask for us to enter notes? And it's primarily so we can measure is, is any of the stuff that we're investing in working? Sure. Now, I was really taken by growth marketing metrics and trying to emulate business models that had higher growth as a norm. 
it was just that industry grows faster. What do they do in their sales motion that's different than ours? What are the similarities? What are the sacred cows in med tech that you can't do that? This is med tech. Like an example would be the rep has to physically be in the room. That's just one of those things. And there's a lot of resistance to changing that concept because so many of our colleagues that are medical sales professionals, part of their identity is being there for the customer. And that's how they deliver value and a big part of who they are. So what was so such a catalyst when you just, it's illegal to be in the hospital, it's illegal to go to the grocery store. You don't have to have that debate and postpone it for a later meeting. It is, hey, listen, we can't leave the house. How are we going to do this? And so I started initially, I was actually, there's a gentleman named Matthew Ray Scott at Feed Agency. Yep. And this is my experience as the consumer of a content creator using thought leadership and standing out of the crowd to build trust and credibility without asking for anything. Right. Right. So I'm following Matthew Ray. I don't know how he ended up on my feed. Sure, I know now. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. But at the time I was like, this guy's interesting. Right. I was bored. I was scared, uncertain. And I'm like looking on LinkedIn. So I had a little intro meeting with him. He didn't close me. <laughs> he wasn't really, there's no part of him that seemed like he needed the business. Sure. I made an introduction to some people in the company. It didn't go anywhere, but the idea was planted. Then I started listening to Chris Walker mm -hmm. talking about a lot of things. I mean, look, there's a, so much great content. It's not that I know everybody's stuff, but his point was this whole idea of marketing being a separate thing, sales being a separate thing. It I'd worked in enough companies to know that there was always this natural, like, antagonist rivalry <laughs> right, right. That's crazy. yeah, yeah, like, yeah. why is that and then i mean it's been so many years now it's like hey are you going to go to the big congress meeting yeah like how many gazillion dollars we're going to spend and you get there and you talk to the same people you know in the industry and you talk about how there's nobody there and it's like all the writing was on the wall that the way we're doing it's not working as well this never event just happened we're in the thick of it and so that's when I started saying, all right, I didn't understand it. I was like, I've got to get with this wave. I, and I have to give a lot of credit to Jeremy Lehner, who's our senior vice president of global sales. One of my staff meetings, I brought this up for about five minutes. Fast forward nine months later, we're in Florida and we are training, whether you are training our national sales team, one on why they should consider building a brand, thought leadership, and how LinkedIn is not some distraction thing that you do when you don't have time or when you're completely out of all your other stuff to do. Establishing authenticity, trust, and consistently delivering value in the way that we all can. Yep. I can't speak to mechanical engineering because I'm not a mechanical engineer. Yeah, yeah. And I'm certainly not an authority on being a CEO. I'm trying to learn this job like everybody else. But what I can share is my experience. I can share my opinions and views. And what I like about that is I have them. It's like almost a never-ending reservoir of content. If mm -hmm. I talk about how to be motivated, it's like at some point you run out of that. Sure. So for the listener, whatever it is you think about and do and talk about that is remotely relevant to the business you're building or the career you're developing, that's the topic. And like if you do it consistently, this is the other thing I've learned is that not everybody's going to like it. There will always be someone that's like, oh, man, did you see so-and-so's stuff? Because what you're doing is just like what we do when we do a role play in a live mm -hmm. sales training or when we knock on the door 
when we know there's a good chance we get a rejection, you're shooting your shot. And what I would say to all the people that are high consumers of LinkedIn content and social media content and strong opinion havers of content creators, that's awesome. You've been studying. Give it a try. But here's the key thing. And maybe you could speak to this, Samuel. When we first started, you're like, who's your audience? Who are you trying to talk to? Yeah. And I recall, I was like, well, the most important people in our ecosystem to me is the physician, so the end user, but the hospital administrators, the finance community at every stage, seed, venture, public markets. And of course, I want to be able to recruit. So that's it. That's my audience. And then your advice, which I followed and I see the wisdom in now is you can only build an audience one at a time with focus. And so that's why my whole focus, and for those that have listened since the beginning of the Unmet Need podcast, The focus is now all about physician entrepreneurs. And how did you learn that focus when it comes to building an audience is so important? Yeah, I think if you think about it, it kind of makes sense because here you are, and I'm going to use the same verbiage I used earlier. You're in complete obscurity. No one knows who you are. No one knows what you're about. And frankly, no one really cares. However, you start putting out content and someone is going to notice. The reason why it makes sense to choose an audience Ultimately, you can serve all audiences, but in the beginning, you want to choose an audience because your content is just going to be noise to a lot of people. But if you make content for a specific audience, it's still going to be noise to a lot of people, but that specific target, it's not going to be noise to them. And at first, they're going to say, oh, this is interesting. And then they're going to say, oh, this is maybe something I want to keep looking at. Then they're going to say, you know what? I can't wait to see what this guy has to say next. And before you know it, you're going to start to build a dedicated crowd to whatever it is you're making because you're making stuff for that audience. And then you got to think too, only you understand. It's also smart to choose an audience you know really well because only you understand that audience's pain points. Only you understand what that audience's journey is like. Only you truly understand what that audience feels on a day-to-day basis. When you're speaking to that, to all those things in your content, again, it's going to be noise to a lot of people, but to that audience, they're literally going to feel like you're speaking their language. If you do that long enough, consistently enough, they're going to start looking for you. That's when stuff really starts to go well. And then from there, you can expand to different audiences. You can go more in depth. I mean, you can do a lot of things. That's why it works that way. Makes sense. And I mean, it it reminds me, a good friend of mine and colleague, Alessandro Sensely, you know him. He's one of the best sales professionals I've ever seen in my life. He's incredible at the whole job. As a hobby, he decided to race Ford Mustangs. Guy moved here from Rome. There's some pretty nice cars in Italy. And he sells a lot of stuff, so he, most of them are available to him. He decided he wanted to race Ford Mustangs. And he built all these relationships by showing up, being very curious, learning how it works. Before you know it, he's winning. He's sharing wow. what he's learning on others. I mean, it wasn't on LinkedIn, but on Facebook and Instagram. And he's got like thousands of followers <laughs> getting sponsors. But what I like about that pattern, and it's something I try to model myself, is when Alessandro is sharing content on his racing hobby, it's fun. And by sharing content, it actually helps him build his own community within the yeah. Bay Area racing community. People reach out to him. I mean, 99% of the time, and this is like one of my dear friends, I'm not interested in what he's doing with the spoiler. I scroll right past it. And I love it. Sure. sure. Right? Like I'm always sharing right. about cross coaching. People are like, oh God, here we go. But the <laughs> point is his people found him right. because In part, it's the genius of the algorithms and these search engines because some of the smartest people of our generations are 
trying to figure out how to put the content in front of you that matches what you might be interested in. I mean, just to speak to that specific, to one of those specific platforms, LinkedIn, their whole goal is to make the most valuable experience for the user. And the most valuable experience for the user is for that user to be flooded with content that matters to them. So like you're just describing, if you're someone like Alessandro who has an interest and you're consistently sharing your journey with that interest, sharing your curiosity, sharing what you learn, you are going to develop a crowd that's going to seek you out. And that's exactly what happened to him. Yeah, well said. So, all right, let's get into the specifics of Evolve Your Success. How would you describe the product or service that you offer? Right. So it's pretty straightforward. We are a virtual program, a virtual training service. We'll put it that way. And like I said, we have three running programs as of right now. So one, have a program that helps professionals get into the medical sales industry. We do it through an actual online course with supplemental class training, and we walk them through the entire way. We have a team that facilitates the development, gets them in. Then we have a program that's designed to develop the sales rep. And it doesn't matter if you're pharmaceutical, doesn't matter if you're medical device. If you're in medical sales of any sort, we have the resources to get you to the, your next level. For most people, that's get into winner's circle or getting a job promotion. And then lastly, we have our LinkedIn program where we work with individuals on developing their social media. I'd say LinkedIn because as far as medical sales is concerned, that is where so many hang out, LinkedIn. However, TikTok and Instagram are becoming very popular in the medical sales space as well. And we're also developing trainings where we're helping professionals develop there as well. So that's what we do. And then we work with corporations like yours, Jeff, where we take sales teams, medical sales teams, and we train those sales reps on how to go from, Samuel, I can't get access to, Samuel, I just closed a multi-million dollar contract from a neurosurgeon that seeked me out because of the brand I developed on this platform. That's the goal we have for our clients. And that's what we continue to do. Excellent. And so if I'm a commercial leader, I listen to this episode and I want to schedule some time to meet with you and figure out whether or not your three programs or all of them could be right for my team. How should I do that? Yeah, the easiest way is you can find us on LinkedIn under Samuel Adeyinka, A-D-E-Y-I-N-K-A. And you can just shoot me a DM, really easy to do. Or you can actually go to our website, evolveyoursuccess.com and literally select a program you're interested. We make it pretty simple. You can only have two options on that site. You're either trying to attain a medical sales role or you're trying to improve performance. If you select improve performance, you're going to be exposed to our different programs to do that. And if you're looking to get into a sales role, you're going to be exposed to our program to do that. It's pretty straightforward, really easy to contact. And as I always say, I suggest anyone listen to the Medical Sales Podcast. Just like Jeff, on that podcast, we have leaders like Jeff. We have professionals that have been through our programs. We have CEOs, managers in the pharmaceutical, med device, biotech. I mean, anything medical sales discussing their experiences, different tips to get in, different tips to develop, and how all of the innovation that's happening within medical sales, how it's all happening from their specific role and perspective. Love it. One parallel to make is Dropbox and Box. All right, so this is probably 2003, 2002. Drew Houston started Dropbox and Aaron Levy started Box. Two completely different strategies. Dropbox said, we're going to give it away free to the consumer or low cost. And eventually, so many of the consumers that are in the enterprise will be using this. The CTO is going to look up and say, we have to have a corporate solution. Sure. So they scaled faster, in part because it was free, low hurdle to get into it. 
Right. They also lost more money. Then you take Box, which focused on the enterprise, took a financing from Microsoft, integrated it really quickly with Word. But they were the opposite of Dropbox. And much of their sales pitch was to the CTO, hey, listen, I know everybody wants cloud storage. Do you really want to manage a thousand unique Dropbox accounts? And so the point here that I'm trying to make, and I think there's a parallel here, there's something to understand is I believe sales professionals of all industries using free distribution on ever improving networks like LinkedIn, that's an unstoppable wave. Yep. I don't know when it will crest. I don't know when it will stop being effective, but it will stop being effective at some point because sure. it will get saturated. But in the interim, as the bigger companies recognize whether early or late this is happening, they're going to go for a box solution or a Dropbox solution. So I'm not trying to put you on the spot, okay. but in five years, do you think Evolve Your Success is selling top down, starting with C-level people, getting buy-in from the IT groups, or do you think you sell the aspiring medical rep, build trust, coach them, and then they become the leaders, and then they pull you into the corporation? That's such a great question. And it's funny that you bring that up because I was actually kind of forced to evaluate that question when we were deciding which direction to go. And we'll see where it is in five years. I can't wait to be on that episode, Jeff. But currently, we're doing both. So currently we're literally doing both and we have one leg of the business, which is geared to the consumer, the individual consumer or the individual contributor, better said, that wants something that's affordable for them, that's going to develop them and that that's growing with word of mouth and just growing with the success we're having with them and continue to spread. And then on the other side of our business, we do have direct to the CTO or CEO or direct to the decision maker on enrolling their team to utilize one of our programs to grow their sales. So we're continuing to operate both. God willing, I'm able to sustain that. We are able to sustain that. Maybe we'll see if I end up going one direction or the other within the next five years. Excellent. Well, I'll be cheering you on. And I would say to the aspiring entrepreneur, when something like this happens, a shift in how society works, and that shift being hybrid or work from home, selling remotely and virtually, using content creation platforms to build audiences and ultimately directly market to your target customer. When things like that happen, it creates new problems. And so as the enterprise adopts this content creation model, embraces it in order for it to work in the enterprise, meaning things like compliance or reviews or integrating so that one person can turn off an account or turn it on. All the patterns, all you have to do is study mobile. When people started getting cell phones, right. your trio, but you couldn't carry your trio because your work phone had to be separate managed by IT. <laughs> Good link emerged before BlackBerry. So the key point of what I'm saying, which for me is highly inspirational, is when there's a shift in how people work and live, solutions like Evolve Your Success come about. In order for Evolve Your Success and other folks in your space to really take capture the market, there's going to have to be other things built upon it because nice. you're disrupting sales. You're disrupting the way sales leadership teams operate and manage their teams, including marketing. And that's for me how I know you're onto something because if nothing changes, nothing changes. <laughs> right, right, so you're right. creating this change. And so for the entrepreneur that's listening, imagine what problems could emerge when the largest companies in healthcare have thousands of sales reps creating content at scale 
and some of the challenges that's going to pose for their risk teams, compliance, regulatory. So, all right, well, Samuel, I could talk to you for hours, but I know your time is valuable. So to close it up, we're going to put you on the vault. We're going to go to the vault. I'm going to ask you a few quick questions, rapid fire answers. All right, let's do it. Do your best. So in the last six months to a year, what book, movie, blog, any form of media, artwork, song, did you interact with an experience that really influenced your perspective on life and or your business? Wow. Okay. You really did put me on the spot with that one. I would like to say it's probably pretty well known by anyone aspiring to be an entrepreneur called Traction. That one was pretty, pretty nice because it did lay out almost like a set of guidelines on how to really ensure that you have the right foundation at the core of your business. Excellent. Thank you. Second question, other than your parents, who is someone who saw your potential early, took an interest in your development, and had an important influence on your career and life? And how you I didn't know it. It, Yeah, I did not know it at the time. I'm going to mention two people. One was my biology teacher in high school. He saw that I really had an interest in science and I performed relatively well in that class. And I got the top score one time at one of the finals. And he was telling me, he was just egging me on to just keep going. And I got the highest GPA my junior and senior year due to his encouragement. So that's number one. And then number two was the scientist I worked with. If it weren't for him, who knows when I would have learned about medical sales at all. And for him to turn me on to that and him to be dead right about what it could do for me, I definitely thank him for that. Excellent. All right. In your professional life, what is one online tool or app that you use every day and you can't imagine working without? I mean, I know you don't like it, Jeff. You do not like it, but I'd have to say Kajabi. Kajabi. <laughs> Learning, what would you call it, Kajabi? It's like a course builder. I mean, it's a course builder. It's a email campaign builder. It's a financial organizer. I mean, they really ran off with an idea and I think they've done really well with it. Well, you're not the first guest to mention Kajabi, so credit where credit's due. All right, and last question, wrapping up the vault. What is your biggest unmet need running Evolve Your Success that you hope somebody builds to address? Ooh, man, that is not a rapid fire question, sir. Okay, gosh, that's a tough question. What is an unmet need that I hope somebody ultimately addresses? Hopefully I can be a part of it, but I think there is an opportunity where someone can go from, I want to create content and literally have an automated system to do it from, I have no idea what I'm doing to this beautiful piece of content that goes to the right platform, has, says the right things, and even has metrics to return to them all from one platform. I think that would be a beautiful thing that everybody, corporate and individual contributor would find valuable. Makes sense. All right, folks. Well, you heard it here. Traction, book that changed Samuel's perspective on work, his biology teacher right here in Pleasanton, California, and science (laughs) faculty member at UC Riverside, big influence and really encouraged Samuel to pursue science. Kajabi, which is a do-it-all platform, couldn't live without. And biggest unmet need is a single platform that simplifies the creation of professional content. Excellent. Well, Samuel, thanks so much for being on I Met Need and look forward to talking to you in the future. Definitely, Jeff. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. All right, folks. Thanks for listening to the episode. On today's Unmet Need podcast, we reviewed Evolve Your Success and had a chance to interview Samuel Adeyinko, the founder of Evolve Your Success. Samuel also is the founder and host of the Medical Sales Podcast, which I encourage you to check out. On the episode, we talked about how content creation, building an audience, and thought leadership are the emerging tools of the modern sales professional. 
We got into some specifics about how Samuel's and my careers changed in parallel with how medical device sales has changed. So this episode is important for you to listen to. If you haven't yet heard about the access episode, please give that a listen. And as always, leave me a message on LinkedIn and you can reach me at jeffsmith.co. Thanks for listening. All right, folks, that's all for today. But thanks for listening to another episode of Unmet Need. Hope you found something on the show today to be useful. And as always, please reach out to me. My website's jeffsmith.co. That's J-E-F-F-S-M-I-T-H dot C-O. You can also look for me on LinkedIn or all social media platforms. The point of this podcast is all about the physician entrepreneur. I'm looking forward to meeting you. I want to help you on what you're doing. So don't be shy. Drop me a comment on social media or just send me an email at jeff at jeffsmith.co. And as always, stay tuned for the next episode of Unmet Needs.